Hello, everyone. This is Z. This was a very difficult podcast to start uh, because the topic of this is how God um, uses messed up people. And the reason why it was harder for me to uh, get this broadcast up and go on, I actually delayed it a day or two, um, is honestly because I felt so messed up myself. Um, you know, there's not a day that goes by that in some way or another I feel I've messed up or said something I should have said, or, you know, did something I should have done or, or, or what have you. And so, you know, we all have our issues and our things in life that we deal with. And um, I just came back from a nice little uh, time sitting at the lake and just praying and asking God to use me in all of the ways that I've messed up and um, show me how somehow I can be a light to other people. Now, before I get into this, I do want to say we are going to have many episodes where we talk about uh, really pursuing your dreams and your passion in life. And I'm going to give you all types of tips and things to help you. Um, and um, I'm hoping to help water uh, that seed a little bit that's inside of you to help you to grow. But it hit me so hard that there are so many of us that feel messed up. We feel that we have no self-worth or, uh, you know, how can God really use me? Would he even want to bless me? You know, would, would he even want to bless me to achieve my goals or my dreams or, you know, to uh, accomplish great things in life? Do I even, you know, I don't even deserve it. Um, and so I want to target that audience right now for those who feel that was well, the you know you really don't know me and all the things that I've done um, or you really don't know some of the things I struggle with um, and I just don't see how anything really good could ever happen with me or uh, if I can ever really accomplish the big dreams um, that I have or that I know that God wants me to do because I've just always you know failed in some way or another or I've always fallen short and and so anyway you're my target audience if any of that defines you. Um, and so here's the premise that I want to talk about, and I'm going to come from a unique angle. God always uses messed up people. Um, if you know anything about um, some of the books of the Old Testament, and I'll start there. And again, I'm not trying to convert people into any kind of a religion or anything like that. I'm really not. I'm not a biblical scholar. I am not a minister. I'm not a professional counselor, any of that. Uh, I'm just simply someone who um, is trying to give you uh, some of the tools um, and, and some of the secrets, I guess we can say, that I've tapped into by spending time with God to get through very hard times in life, especially times when I felt down and I felt discouraged and felt like I don't even want to move forth. So let's talk a little bit about some of these people in the Bible because, you know, it, it dawned on me in the Old Testament, God really used a lot of people that did some messed up things. Um, let's talk about, you know, King David. Everyone knows David, right? You know, David was the one that, uh, what, defeated Goliath. And um, some of you guys may know David as um, the one that, you know, God says is a man after my own heart, right? Um, you know, David was, um, you know, king over, you know, Israel. And uh, David did a lot of great things, but are you aware that uh, David is also the one that in the beginning of all of this stuff, um, I guess, fell in love with some woman, um, some lady he really liked, and um, um, slept with her, and not only slept with her, but got her pregnant. Think about that. And turned around and had her husband put on the front line of a military 
um, uh, some sort of a war or something that they were in at the time. I forget his name. I think it was Uriah or something like that. But he literally had this man put on the front line on purpose so that he could be killed. So that's the same David that did a lot of great things for God that he ended up using. So think about that for a moment. Think about um, who's another big one that everybody knows, um, Moses, right? We love Moses, right? Let the Israelites out of Egypt, parted the Red Sea, did all that wonderful stuff. Um, are you aware, one, um, Moses was very insecure about some things, you know, about um, I guess he um, stuttered or something like that. And a couple times God had to approach him about even doing that, um, the, the big things that he later did in life. So he definitely had those insecurities. But are you guys aware that Moses killed the man? Like he was someplace uh, and so I think it was an Egyptian beating a Hebrew or something like that. And Moses became really enraged and actually murdered the man and buried him in the sand. So, so think about that for a moment. This is the same Moses that everybody knows about. Um, but he just murdered someone and buried him in the sand. Um, think about Abraham. So we all love Father Abraham, right? You know the song, Father Abraham has many sons, many sons has father. You know how that song goes, right? Everyone knows about good old Abraham, uh, but are you guys aware that at least on two occasions that we know of in the Bible, Abraham told his wife to lie and say that she was his sister and other kings, and I can't remember the names of who they were, were with his wife. And he did that on purpose because his wife, I guess, was very beautiful. And wherever they were traveling, Abraham was afraid that because she was so beautiful that they would uh, kill him uh, so that they can be with her. So instead, he basically said, just tell them you're my sister. Uh, and, and you guys can read that story um, uh, and see how all that turned out. And, you know, just go to the book of Genesis and read up on that. But but just think of the premise with that, of what I'm getting at, is that this is the same person that just about everybody knows about Abraham in the Bible and how, you know, we, uh, there's so many stories about him. Um, we won't even get into Eli and, and Saul and some of them. I just highly encourage you to just dig, 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 and look into some of those things. And look how Eli pretty much let his sons do whatever they wanted to do and saw just his his jealousy and how he handled situations. I mean, it's just crazy. So think about, let's kind of go into the New Testament a little bit. Here's the part that really helped me quite a bit, um, uh, especially in those moments when I felt like, man, I just keep... I just keep messing up so much. Uh, and why do I keep going back to this when I know this isn't good for me? And why do I, why am I dealing with this? And why, God, why can't I just get it right for like an extended period of time? So when I'm in those moments, um, I often think about the disciples and the people in the New Testament. Now, for those of you who may not know, you have your Old Testament, which is, you know, the Genesis and, you know, First and Second Samuel and, I mean, Exodus is a ton of old books and that. The New Testament uh, starts off with the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and then it goes into, you know, Acts and Romans and, you know, First and Second Corinthians and all of that. So when I say New Testament, that's what I'm referring to. So anyway, here's what's so beyond amazing to me. When Jesus chose his 12 disciples— it appeared to me, it dawned on me, why didn't he choose people that had it all together? Like, why did he choose people that, okay, like, let's talk about uh, Peter, right? You know, everybody knows Peter, you know. Um, uh, uh, Peter was just one of, an amazing disciple that was talked about quite a bit. But Peter's also the one that denied him three times. 
you know, when, when things got really heated and when it was, you know, coming close to, um, you know, Jesus' crucifixion, Peter, the main one that said, I would never deny you, is the one that denied him three times. And I'm sure some of you guys have heard about that story when they said before the rooster crowed, you know, when Jesus said you would have denied me three times. So just think about that. Why did he, why did he even choose him? And then think about, I don't know, we don't even have to talk about Judas because everyone knows the story of Judas, right? You know, Judas is the one that um, betrayed him. Um, but why did, why, why did Jesus even fool with him? Like, like why, why pick people with these flaws that in some way or another um, don't have it together or uh, have done horrible things? And uh, why even bother with them, right? So think about, I'm just going off the top of my head, so bear with me. Um, who's another one? Oh, the Apostle Paul. We can't forget about him. I didn't know. I learned years ago uh, the Apostle Paul um, was the one that used to persecute disciples. Um, he used to um, be fully behind, you know, them being arrested and some people believe even being killed. So just just think about that for a second. If you're trying to choose about 12 or so, 12 or so of um, your right-hand people, let's just say, to follow you around, why are you choosing, you know, I think it was Matthew. I think he chose a tax collector. Why did you choose uh, Paul, who you know um, persecuted people, um, Peter, who you knew was going to deny you, Judas, who who definitely turned you in, uh, why would why would he do that? And, and, and those are the kind of things that open my mind up when I start thinking about how God always used messed up people. So I'm kind of weird. Like when I go through my Bible, um, and again, I, I'm just going to keep saying this probably in every episode. I'm not a biblical scholar, so feel free to correct me on something if you feel I've gotten it wrong. It's definitely my intent to, you know, get the right message out. And I want you to go back and examine everything I'm saying. Look through your Bible, make sure everything lines up. But when I go through my Bible, I'm kind of weird. I, 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 I don't know. I kind of look at what's, I try to look at what's not so obvious, you know, like even when I go and I look, read through Naomi and Ruth, you know, story of, of, of Ruth following Naomi around uh, after Naomi lost her husband and her sons. And Naomi went through this stage of, you know, um, I don't want to call it bitterness, but she was just hurting, you know, and she didn't want to be called Naomi anymore. You know, um, she wanted to be called some name that meant bitterness or something. But every person in the Bible that I can think of, even Rahab, you know, I just thought about that. Um, I would love for you all to go and study out Rahab. Um, uh, she in the Bible was known for some things. I'll just say that. Um, and uh, you can look at that up on your own. But let's just say she lived a certain lifestyle um, uh, that didn't line up with what most people thought was appropriate, right? But look at, you can talk about Rahab all you want, but look at the fact that she was used and I think it's in the book of Joshua, correct me if I'm wrong, but go in and read about how she turned around, and I believe she was the one that hid uh, the people in her home, you know, when they were doing the invasion. And she has an amazing part of biblical history, despite the lifestyle that she was living. Same with the woman that was at the well. I think that's in the New Testament, you know, when, when Jesus sat at the well talking to the woman. I think she was a um, um, Samaritan woman, but the woman at the well, um, the woman that was caught in adultery, remember that one, uh, when they wanted to stone her and, um, and, and how Jesus responded to that. So when I sit back and I look at all of it, 
I remember one day sitting down and thinking, I kind of laughed a little bit, but I was like, oh my goodness, I'm always so, I don't know, um, I don't want to say worried, but at times disappointed in myself for the times when I didn't get it right. And I remember sitting back and just sort of looking at all of these, um, I don't want to diminish and say characters, but I'll say people in the Bible that I remember looking and thinking, and I said this out loud, I said, oh my God, they're all messed up. <laughs> I mean, I looked at everybody that are, you know, the, the you know, from, from some of the names that many people may not even recognize to the big shots, right? And in almost every situation, there was something about them that they did I didn't even get into the book of Job. I mean, I could talk about him all day and the stages he went through. But in every situation, there was something going on where they messed up big time. Or they did some stuff that, you know, today they do some serious time for. But yet, even as God said with David that this is a man after my heart, what's amazing about it is once people acknowledged that they were messed up, uh, acknowledge their wrongdoing, and sincerely went to God um, to honor him in their lives. It's almost as if God looked past all of that and still did his good work in their lives. And so let me kind of wrap this up because, you know, I could talk all day about some of those things, and I don't know, some of you guys may be feeling like it's a little bit too much Bible stuff for me. I don't know. But here's what I want to encourage you on. I don't care what it is that you're going through in life. I don't care what it is that you've done in the past. It doesn't matter, uh, and I want to say this with kindness, the addictions you may be dealing with or I mean, it could be depression. It could be there's so much going on right now in this world. You guys know that. So many people out of work and have lost their jobs or um, depressed or feeling worthless or feel they don't have the support or they don't have the financial backing to pursue this or to do this or to do that or um, feeling that they're not attractive enough or really sincerely worried about what people are going to think about them if they really do step out and pursue their dreams. And I can go on and on and on and on and on, people with health conditions and Oh my goodness, I could just go on and on and on about all of these things that you may that you may think throw you in that category of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, I don't deserve um, this to happen. My message to you all is quite simple. God can still use you. Your story is not over. God specializes in using messed up people and messed up situations. I'm a living example of that. I'm a living example. The more of these podcasts, and, or I don't know if you're watching on video or if you're listening to the podcast, but the more of this, these episodes that you watch, you're going to find out more and more and more about me and uncover more and more layers. And uh, I'm a living testimony as well that God uses people that were in messed up situations. It's kind of his specialty. So... Whatever your situation may be, and you may say, well, Z, you don't understand, you don't know, I, I, I just got out of jail, or I just did such and such, or I just, whatever, what, 
whatever the situation is that you're in. I want you to know that God can use you. He can turn things around like you would not believe. It is not too late. He has a seed planted inside of you that he wants you to, to, to grow. He, he wants you to blossom. He still wants you to draw near to him. Your life is not over. It's not too late. It's not too late. Spend a little bit of time looking up some of these things, uh, uh, people I just talked about. And I hope that you get some hope and some inspiration from that, seeing that, my goodness, if God can use these people who did this, 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 and this, I know that he has a plan for me and he can use me. That's what I want to leave you with today. We're going to get into talking about more episodes and, and, and pursuing your dreams and, you know, ways to make money and this and that. We're going to get into all of that kind of stuff. I mean, I could talk business all day. That's what I do, right? But if I don't keep laying these bricks, these foundations for you, all of that other stuff we talk about really won't matter. Because if you don't believe that God can still use you, despite what you've done, despite your situation, despite how hard things may be right now, if you don't believe that, then no matter what I talk about, I mean, you can go listen to a lot of motivational speakers right now. They're everywhere, right? You know, you listen to them and after a couple hours or a couple days, it's in one ear and out the other. I'm trying to lay a foundation for you so that you understand that no matter who you are and what you've been through, God can still use you. His specialty is working with people like us that are just messed up. Anyway, love you all. I pray that this helped you. Bye-bye.